Hello, friends. So in this episode, we are diving in to talk about feelings. Yes, the stuff that you do not want to talk about, <laughs> and specifically three specific feelings that may not feel so great at the moment, but they are super useful to have because they are the driving forces that will help you to grow and to keep. Going. We will also talk about why understanding your emotions is so important. And trust me, feelings are not just the fluffy stuff, <laughs> because feelings drive action. So if you want to learn more, keep tuning in to hear more. Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where it's all about personal growth. Honest conversations and exploring what it means to live a passionate, daring life. I'm your host Shirley Huang. I think by now you have probably all heard me talk about feelings a lot, and if you are a doer like me and you just want to get things done, you're probably thinking. Okay, sure. That's cool. Feelings are nice. Now, give me practical tips so I can get work done, right? <laughs> so, as someone who was in the same boat as you, I can totally understand where you're coming from. I grew up in an Asian household, and just like most Asian families, no, we do not talk about feelings a lot. <laughs> the belief I had growing up was talking about how you feel it means you're weak. It means you are not strong enough, and that you are struggling. I'm not exactly sure where I got these beliefs from. I don't believe that my parents told me that directly, but I just know that these beliefs they are there, and it is a huge part of my culture and how I was raised growing up. Whenever I share my feelings with my family, it feels weird and awkward, and it's just not something that we talk about that much. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because embracing your feelings and understanding them are actually very, very important. Understanding your feelings help you understand your problems, maybe even realizing that you do have a problem, and knowing how you feel about different situations can help you make better decisions and take the right actions in your life. Believe it or not. Feelings are actually crucial if you want to intentionally take actions to create a life on your own terms, because your feelings drive your actions. We all know that actions create the actual outcome. Actions create the results that you want, and that's why we focus on actions so much, right? But actually, your feelings—they are what drives your actions. So, do you see why feelings are so important? Before we continue, I just want to say that I'm using the word "feeling" and "emotions" interchangeably here. Some people think that they are different feelings and emotions, but just to simplify things a little bit for you to understand, when I say feelings and emotions in this episode, they mean the same here. Now, I want to talk specifically about feelings that do not make you feel good. I think this is super important to talk about, and this is something that a lot of people in the personal development world they do not talk about. Because okay, sure, we can talk about good and positive feelings because they make us feel good, right? Feelings such as feeling motivated, 
feeling happy, feeling relaxed, feeling excited. These are all great feelings. They make you feel good, and you are embracing them. You are welcoming these feelings into your life. However, we will not feel like this all the time. <laughs> It's just not possible. Life happens, and sometimes we will feel bad and experience different kinds of negative emotions. And we all know that, especially if you want to grow, and I know you do. That's why you're listening to this podcast. With growth, there will also come growing pain, and those kind of emotions definitely do not feel good. What often happens is we want to run away from feeling these emotions. We don't want to feel frustrated. We don't want to feel stressed. We don't want to feel uncertain and scared. But the truth is, this is all a part of the process. If you want to get to the other side and improve, now definitely not all negative emotions are helpful. For example. Feeling self pity when you're putting yourself down, or feeling overwhelmed. These are not helpful or useful feelings that will help you grow. When I work with my clients, we get really clear about what is the feeling that they are facing about a specific situation. When they think about it, what is the one word feeling that they have? Then we decide if that is a helpful. Or a useful feeling that they want to have. If not, then how can we create a new feeling so that they can take the right actions instead? If you're interested to learn more about my coaching, you can visit darrenliving.com/coaching. So definitely, not all negative feelings are useful to have, right? But there are certain feelings that don't feel good, but they will really help you move forward. In the direction that is beneficial for you, and those are the feelings that we want to generate more for ourselves. Learn to create them within ourselves by getting more familiar and getting more used to them. So let me share with you these three feelings today that are super important and how you can practice feeling them more. The first feeling that is super useful to have is the feeling of commitment. Feeling committed. What does that mean? Feeling committed means a willingness to give your time and energy into something that you believe in. It is a dedication. It is a willingness and a desire to achieve a goal, a plan, an idea, in order to make it come true. Feeling committed sometimes it definitely does not feel great at all. It feels rigid. It feels like you are disciplining yourself. It's not a comfortable feeling, and depends on different situations. Maybe some things in your life you have no problem feeling committed towards it, but some you have to really spend the effort to really feel that. For example, maybe you can easily commit to your relationship. You can feel committed towards your relationship, but you can't really feel committed to not eating out every weekend. Right, or maybe it's the other way around. Anything is possible. Instead of being unaware about your feelings and how you are feeling about a certain situation on a daily basis, I want you to really intentionally choose how you want to feel about different events that are happening in your life. Where in your life do you want to feel committed? So, if you think that 
I have commitment issues. I cannot feel committed. I just cannot commit. First of all, that is a choice. It is a choice that you decide to think that about yourself. Think about something that you have committed to in the past. Maybe it's when you committed to get into the dream school that you aim for, and you did. You worked hard and you got there, and you felt the feeling of commitment. Or you feel committed to organizing the best birthday party for your best friend, and you made that happen, right? So it is a choice. It is what you choose to decide, and you can intentionally create the feeling of commitment if you want to. I used to not feel very good when I say I'm working hard to start my business because it feels so challenging. I feel very challenged, and it feels very hard and difficult with everything I'm doing. I had to get very clear about how exactly I want to feel with the work that I'm doing, because it definitely does not feel good all the time. <laughs> But eventually, I got clear that the feeling I want to have is I want to feel committed. I want to feel committed to do my work. Whether I like it or not, because it is my job, and I'm going to do this thing no matter what. Now, instead of saying I'm doing hard work and feeling resistant and challenged towards it, now I say I'm doing committed work because I want to feel committed, whether I enjoy it at the moment or not. I always feel very accomplished after I have done the work, so I know that the feeling I want to. Feel when I work is to feel committed. So here's the thing: everyone thinks that it depends on your circumstances. It depends on your external factors for you to feel a certain way. But the truth is, you generate that feeling inside of you. Okay, you can intentionally choose how you want to feel. And then take the action from that place. You are responsible for how you feel, not your parents, not your partner, not your boss. You are responsible for how you want to feel and how you choose to show up every day. To practice feeling committed, I want you to intentionally choose to accomplish a goal. It can be a big one or a small one. Maybe it is saving a thousand dollars in your account every month for one year, or it's working out at the gym every Saturday morning. I want you to commit to it, no excuses, and every day think about this goal and feel how it feels like to feel committed. Describe the actual physical sensations in your body. For me, I know the feeling of commitment. Feeling committed for me, it feels. A little bit tight in the chest area. My stomach is a little bit warm, and I almost feel like I'm. I want to lean forward. That is how I feel when I feel committed. This feeling it feels different for everyone. So identify how that feels like in your body. The more you can practice this, the more you can get used to feeling this way. All right. The next doesn't feel so great feeling, <laughs> but super useful is. Feeling vulnerable, feeling vulnerable. A lot of people will think that feeling vulnerable means you are weak and you are exposed. But actually, vulnerability means you are opening up about yourself and who you actually are. And it's definitely very scary when you are showing a very true side of who you are in front of others. 
but I want to say that there's just so much strength and so much power in that. Of course, when we are talking about vulnerability, I have to quote Dr. Brene Brown. She is the author of Daring Greatly, among many other books, and is a researcher on vulnerability and courage. And she says, vulnerability is not weakness. I define vulnerability as emotional risk, exposure, uncertainty. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. I will also highly recommend her talk on Netflix, A Call to Courage. So, so good. If you want to make changes in your life, if you want to share what's important to you, let others know about your message, your idea, your gift, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to put your thoughts out, knowing that you may or may not get the feedback that you want in return. There is a risk there for sure. But what I've also found personally is that many times when I place myself in a situation where I feel vulnerable, what I get in return is often connection and understanding because I've opened up to show a very true side of myself, whether it is sharing a personal story or just telling someone how I actually feel. Others are able to relate to me more and they feel more connected with me. I would really recommend you to practice feeling vulnerable because it is how you can build deeper connections and be more authentic in your life and just be more honest about what you really want, especially if this is something that you are really resisting. Sometimes what we resist the most are the exact things that will help us move forward. How you can practice feeling vulnerable is telling someone how you actually feel, speaking up and maybe address a problem if you need to. Or maybe it is sharing that private blog post or video that you uploaded. Let yourself be seen, share your gifts. Maybe right after you hit post and right after you spoke up in class or in a meeting, notice how that makes you feel. For me, feeling vulnerable, it is a little bit, I feel kind of like a tight knot in my stomach. Uh, my fingers also go cold. I feel a little bit tense in my shoulder and it feels like my chest is very empty. For me, that is what vulnerability feels like. So notice how that feels like to be vulnerable and be familiar with it. And next time when you experience it again, it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong, right? You can just tell yourself, oh, that's okay. I'm just feeling vulnerable. And that's okay because I'm practicing on being more vulnerable. The last feeling that I want to talk about that doesn't feel so great, <laughs> but is super, super helpful. I think I hinted it a little bit earlier. It is the feeling of courage, feeling courageous. Now, everyone wants to feel courageous. It sounds great, but to actually feel it, courage, it doesn't feel good at all. The feeling of courage is very closely related to feeling afraid. Courage means you're afraid, but despite that, you take the action anyway. I see on the internet, a lot of people will say, my goal is to be fearless. I will help you be fearless. 
and my reaction to that is just it is very hard <laughs> it's not very possible for you to be completely fearless and instead of making yourself be afraid what you can do instead is to feel courageous and it means that you're feeling the fear but you're knowing with certainty that you're going to take the actions anyway I had to really, really practice feeling courageous when I decided to quit my 95 job and go into life coaching full time early this year. The fear was there, is still here, <laughs> but my willingness to do what I love is also there as well. And instead of trying to push down feeling afraid, I want you to really acknowledge it. Know that the fear is there, know that the anxiety is there, and that's okay. It's not going to control your actions. Just You can simply decide that you're not going to let your fears control your actions and what you decide to do. And then from that mentality, then you can feel courageous. Then you will generate a feeling of feeling courageous. So feeling courageous is also very closely tied with feeling vulnerable. You decide to take the leap to switch your career despite the fact that you have to start from ground zero and that people will think weirdly of you. Or you decide to let your friend know how you actually feel at the risk of losing your friendship. It takes a lot of courage to do that. You will feel vulnerable you will also feel courageous. And imagine, if you can practice feeling courageous often, it can really help move so many things forward in your life and really help you to step outside of your comfort zone to create the life that you really love. For me, the feeling of courage, feeling courageous, it feels a little bit like I have a tight knot in my stomach. However, I also feel grounded and my chest feels a little bit tense and the center of my chest feels very strong. So that's the physical sensations of what feeling courageous feels like for me and it might feel differently for you, right? So practice feeling courageous. Something that you can do is to do something small that you're afraid to do every day. Every day, just do something small. It doesn't have to be a big, scary action. Right? It can be maybe starting a conversation with a person in front of you while you're in the line or speaking up in a meeting or publishing a blog post. Just something small, but something that you know that you feel afraid to do, but you do it. And over time, this will really help you to really feel courage and experience this feeling. So there you go. Three useful feelings that do not necessarily feel that good, but they are super crucial and super important for you to have and for you to practice feeling more. If you are feeling a little resistant to these, for example, you really just do not want to feel vulnerable, that's because your body is not used to it. You haven't been feeling vulnerable very often and it doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel safe. So you want to push that feeling away. And I would really recommend you to practice sitting with it. And that means actually experiencing how that feels like in terms of the physical sensations in your body. So I've talked about this um, before. So notice how each feeling feels like. 
Over time, as you practice feeling this way more, your body will be more used to feeling it because you have practiced it more. And the next time, when you feel committed, when you feel courageous, when you feel vulnerable, you wouldn't have to resist it or avoid it or push it away. Yes, they will definitely not feel good, but you can practice so that they feel a lot better, and that is okay because it's all a part of the process. It's all a part of the human experience. You need to feel these emotions. You need to feel certain negative emotions in order to grow and to learn and improve. You can do hard things. We humans are so much more resilient than we think we are. I believe in you. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Feelings are definitely very interesting, and they can be very, very tricky sometimes. If you want me to talk more about this topic, definitely let me know, and let me know how it goes when you practice to feel these emotions more. If you would like the personalized guidance and support to really apply all of this material into your life, check out my three-month program, 90-Day Transformation. This is where we take all of your goals and all of the work and help you go from where you are right now to become the person that you want to be. To learn more, please visit my program page at darrenliving.com/coaching. That is darrenliving.com/coaching. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye bye.